right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. Lenny D., would you pray for this service, please? Lord, yes, please let it be, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Lenny. There's a way that seems right on the man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. It, it seems like, in my own thinking, it seems like if, if I try hard and if I'm good, I'm going to go to heaven. Seems, seems like because I've been delivered from alcohol now for almost 29 years. I'm very thankful for that. I'm sure Marcia is too. So I'm, now I'm better, right? That's, that's what we think. Our, our, our thinking's messed up. And I, I pray that tonight God readjusts our thinking the Word of God tells us that in Hebrews that it is appointed on the man once to die and then the judgment, right? Have you ever thought about what you're going to do, what you're going to say when you stand in front of the one? There is no darkness. He knows everything. He made you and I. What are you going to say? Have you ever thought about that? Because all of us, that day is inevitable. It's inevitable no matter... Uh, if you're young or if you're not, you just say that. It's inevitable. It's going to happen because our life is a vapor. This year uh, will be our 40th class reunion. Good gosh, it's just humbling to even say that. But it's true. Our life is a vapor. And, and so it's uh, the bumper sticker that says over the hill and picking up speed, I think I relate to because it's does you. You get older, years go by faster. And I, Marcia and I were talking about this week, and I said, you know what? I don't care. It's another year closer to home. Closer to home. Well, what, what, what will you and I say? Well, John the Baptist, in, in, in the, the Gospel of John, uh, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness. He preached uh, repentance. And so you and I, you and I uh, Jesus said, unless a man's born again, he can't see the kingdom of God. And you find repentance all through the Word of God. That's something I don't think the church really understands, but that, that's, that's the beginning, is repentance, acknowledging I'm a sinner, I need help. It's the beginning of our walk, is repent. Now, in Proverbs it tells us that by fear of the Lord, men depart from evil, right? That's what it said. Do you, but do you know that you can depart from evil and not repent? I... I I, uh, it's all been almost a year since we lost. God, I was so thankful for him growing up because I was re I was sorry I got caught by him. I was sorry more if mom caught me and said, I'm going to tell him. The, the words I dreaded to hear, all three of us boys did, especially the, me and the brother right under me was, I guess I'm going to have to talk to your father when he gets home. And so we would be sorry we got caught, but godly sorrow works repentance, the Word of God tells us. And so I wonder, what it, what is it that we are going to say when we stand before the judgment seat of God? Repentance is a key. It's where it starts. If you study your Word at all, you remember what leads us to repentance. What's that? The goodness of God, it tells us in Romans 2, 4, it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. The goodness. 
when you and I realize as we look through this Word of God and we look at the goodness of God, it should amaze us. It should amaze us. The, the, the scriptures are just full of the goodness of God. I am standing here today in my right mind. I really am because of the goodness of God. My name is written in the book of life because of the goodness of God. I did not one day say, today is going to be different. I'm going to change. How many of you ever tried that? I remember before, remember before I got saved, babes, and now that, no, I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop doing that. And I'm telling you, when God does it, it happens. Man's efforts are futile. Uh, uh, turn to uh, Proverbs, or I'm sorry, Philippians 3. We'll start there. There's some things you and I must understand as Christians. You, you just need to be thankful you come where you hear the Word of God every week. Every week. In and out. You don't have to worry about who you invite. They're going to hear the Word of God when they come. Our building block. This, this is, I remember telling Pastor Joe one time, I said, you know, sometimes I just feel like I'm back to square one. You know what he told me? He said, I think it's the only square there is. <laughs> This is, this is on square one. This is our building. This is a foundation. There's some things we need to realize about the goodness of God. Philippians 3, 1. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it's safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the mutilation. For we are the circumcision who worship God in the Spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. Well, that's a mouthful right there, if I didn't say anything else. We have no confidence in our flesh, because in my flesh dwells, you've got to be convinced of that. Stinking, carnal nature. Paul explains, he said, though I also might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I'm more so. And he, so he, he gives you his pedigree, circumcised, the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, concerning the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. Yes, I am, indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him not having my own righteousness. Oh, this is key, church. We start out right. We start out right. But somehow, I don't know how it happens. The enemy is so slick. We start depending on us. We start depending on our ability to do or not do. Oh, we fall. It's a bad trap. It is a bad trap. Be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God. How? It's by faith. Do you realize that when God sees me, he sees me as righteous? <laughs> you have a hard time with that one. He sees me as sinless. Ooh, it's, I can tell I'm right on some nerves. It's our only hope, church. You understand, if we keep the whole law and offend in one point, 
oh my gosh, what happened at Calvary? I'm so thankful for what happened at Calvary. Lamentations 3. We'll just walk through this together. Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel. Verse 22 says, Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Oh my gosh. And we are our worst critics. If it was up to us, we would spank us all the time. But God, this God that we serve, he thinks different than we think. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? Where we see someone fall, and although we may not say it, we think, by golly, they deserve that. You see what they was into? It was, it was going to come. And that's not the way God operates. It's of his mercies we're not concerned. But if the truth be known, we should all be dust by now, right? Because you know what? God, he not only sees our actions, he reads thoughts. Can you imagine what it would be like, like in the cartoons where it shows their thoughts? The church would be empty. If we could read each other's thoughts, no one would be here. You can say amen because it's true. Because God knows what goes on, and he loves us in spite of it. Yes, what a God. Colossians 1, verse 19 says, For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked words, works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy, blameless, and above reproach in his sight. Look at the next verse. If you do what? If you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast. I'm not, I'm not saying this is okay, I'm saved now, no what I don't have to. You just continue in the faith. The enemy loves to confuse the, the people of God. We continue in the faith. But we're going to see in there, I'm justified by faith. God sees me as sinless because of faith. He does. It's my only hope for entry into heaven. That's why I ask you, where are you going to go? What are you going to say when you stand before the judgment seat of God? Because I fear so many people who are coming to church are not going to heaven because they are trusting in what they are doing anytime. You and I start doing something where our eyes are off of God and on us, whether it's failures or what we call successes, we mess up. Anytime it becomes about us, it's messed up. And it doesn't take it long to get that way. Amen. Thank you, brother. It is true. I know it's true. Second Corinthians 5. The enemy has just, he doesn't work on us. But I think it's because we're not people of the word. Oh, he had to go and say it. He had to say it. If you're out there and you're trying to grow without the word, good luck. Good luck. It's not going to happen. I'd like to tell you it would by osmosis, but it won't. You can't sleep with it on your head or on your chest. You've got to meditate on it. Verse 17, 2 Corinthians 5. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Notice he didn't say if, if anyone be in church. He said if anyone's in Christ. We're a new creature. Many people, I went to church all my life. I was not a new creature. I was a scoundrel. I ran from the law and went to church. You can do it without conscience. You can do it, sleep good. I know. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself. How? Through Jesus Christ. 
and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. That word uh, I- I- imputed, I love this. I had to look it up. It means to take inventory. That's it. I'm, I'm not taking in. When I see him, I see the blood. It's no wonder it's called good news. How, how did this become about us? That's what I want to know. Because if it's about us, it's not good news. <laughs> There's no exception out there. If it's about us, it's not good news. We'd love to sin. I, I know you've heard Pastor Joe say we're magnets to sin. We love to sin. We have a nature that needs crucified every day because we love to sin. You can say you don't, but you're lying. You're proving it by saying that. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Me and you. You can sit there quiet. You ought to be jumping up and down on the inside. He sees me different than you see me. Aren't you glad? He sees me different. He sees me as sinless. Hey, you don't have to shout. We're going to keep going. Uh, Matthew 7. Why do you think so many Christians are frustrated? Some of them are out in blatant sin. Some are. Double-minded. But there's another crew that's frustrated because they never achieve. They believe they, they just never live up to this standard they have made for themselves. Oh, my gosh. If you are afraid to die, that's not a good sign. Not a good sign. We need to know what happened there. What happened? Every time a police would come to a wreck, what happened? To a bad scene, what happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened. He who knew no sin became sin. He took my place at Calvary. He took your place at Calvary so you and I could be justified by faith. Just You, you mean, oh, I, I'm justified by faith. I believe that was enough. That's, I'm banking on it. Those who aren't, who are trying to get into heaven on their own, will not make it. Because what we're doing, we're saying, I'm glad you sent your son. I'm glad he died for my sins. But I want to add to Now I'm going to be good. 29 years almost I've been saved. I'm still no good. There is no good inside of me but God. Nothing. I can stand. I was just telling a brother uh, before the service started, I can be in the midst of praise and worship and have the most awful thought doing this in here. Well, i got a carnal nature that wants to rise up out of that casket, and that has to be crucified every day. Many, many times a day, if we're going to be honest. But my hope is not in me. I'm not uh, the sharpest tool in the shed, but I can tell you my hope can't be in me. If my hope's in me, I quit marching. I'm done. After all these years, I'm still no good, Clint. I wish I was, but I'm not. But I know who is. Because Ecclesiastes 7.20 says, There's not a just man on earth that does good and sins not. You're not the exception, and neither am I. Matthew 7.13, Jesus said, Enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. And I believe it's mostly uh, the hardest thing on the planet is a man's man, not a woman, a man's heart, a man's heart. Because we hate to admit we need help with anything. Yeah, there's more than you and I have. 
and every woman out there should be saying, Amen. If you've ever been with your husband and you've been out driving and you've suggested that he perhaps should stop for directions, that always goes over big, doesn't it? I know where I'm at. Uh, where are we? Well, you're going to see here. We're, we hate to admit we need help with anything, but I'm telling you, there's not a person in this room that's going to get to heaven on their own. We need help. That's what the cross was all about. We needed help. We could not do it. He made him to be no sin who knew sin. He became sin who knew no sin. That we might become the righteousness of God. What a mouthful. My gosh. You understand, if, if I have to, if I have to get to heaven by being good, I might as well go back to the old religion I came out of, where I had mortal sins and venial sins. If that wouldn't depress you, my hope is not in me. I am walking by faith. I'm continuing in the faith. That's as, it is as simple as that. I'm continuing in the faith. I'm serving a different master now. Jesus said, no man can serve two masters. He'll love one, hate the other. He'll hold one, despise the other. That's, to me, that's the simplest explanation of being born again. You change masters. The master I had before was not nice to me. He would have me so drunk, I would go to a, a commode in a, a public hole and stick my head in it, and not just once. That's what that master had me do. You know what? He came to steal, to kill, and destroy. But this one I'm serving now, he came that I'd have life and have a more abundantly. He's worthy. He's a great God. He did it. He did it. Oh, my gosh, if you and I could each sit down and tell what God has delivered us from, most of us can't tell what God really has delivered us from. You might find out on the other side. I'm not telling you here. I am as serious as a heart attack. I'm not telling anyone, and neither will you. I'm not the only one with that stuff. He is good all the time. John 1, don't you love the Word of God? Oh, my gosh, the hope that is in the Scriptures. I'm so thankful to be saved. It's the only thing I've done I've not gotten tired of. I'm still glad to be saved. I'm still glad my name is written in the book of life. I'm so glad. Verse 29, the next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who does what? Well, he takes it what? He takes it away. <laughs> he takes it away. Doesn't just cover, he takes it away. This is how God can look at me and see someone's sins. He took it away. He took away my sins. Psalm 103.12 says, As far as the east is from the west. I love uh, Pastor Jim Renson's explanation. He said, you'll notice it doesn't say from the north to the south because there is a point at the north and there is a point at the south. Never, never meet. Never. He said, as far as east is from what I have removed their transgressions. No, I'm not tired of being said. Turn to Exodus 12. This lamb takes away the sins of the world. This lamb does. The lamb of God. Pharaoh was not a nice person. That's a mouthful, isn't it? An understatement. He, God would send Moses to him time after time and said, let my people go. And Pharaoh said, sure, will. Sure. And he didn't. So he sent plague after plague after plague on him. And finally, God got fed up. And he said, I'm just going to kill all the firstborn in Israel. And this is what he told him. 
verse 1. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Oh, I've read this a million times and never caught that. This was so important that God changed the calendar. This is so important. God said, what I'm going to do, this is going to be brand new, whatever. I don't know if it was May 4th, but he said, this is January 1st. This is the beginning of a new year right now. This day right now is a new year. Oh, I love it. That's how important it was to God. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying on the 10th month, on the 10th of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons. According to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. A male of the first year, you may take it from the sheep or from the goats. So what God inspected? It had to be without blemish? Doesn't say the one bringing it had to be without blemish. It said the lamb had to be without blemish. All kinds of people bringing it. It was the lamb that was the focus, not the ones bringing it. Not the ones who were the lamb was dying for. The focus was the lamb. Now you shall keep it. You shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat it. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night, roasted in fire with unleavened bread and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. That's why Jesus said in John 6, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part of it. That's why he's fulfilling it. You understand? He was the lamb. He said, I'm the, John said, behold the lamb that takes away the sins of the world. And they didn't know what to do with that. All he was doing was, pe- he was reaffirming what scripture was foretelling about him. He is the lamb. They show it. Verse 9, do not eat it raw, nor boil it at all with water, but roast it in fire, its head and its legs and its entrails. You shall not let none of it remain until morning, and what remains of it until morning you shall burn with fire. And thus you shall eat it with a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. So shall you eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night, and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood... I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Whose blood? The blood of the Lamb. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. You and I, as we stand behind the cross, I tell you, all he does is he sees the blood. I am still a scoundrel. I'm a new creature in Christ, and old things are passed away, but I must die there. I must. Because there is still no good in my flesh. Still, I love God. I love God. But there's no good in my flesh. I still want to think the worst of people, say the worst about people, fool myself. That's what's in me. And you. And you. Absolutely. I tell you, our hope is not in us. If God, if it meant so much to him that even changed the calendar, 
this right here. This is a new step. This is the beginning. This is the first of the, this is the first month, first day of the first month right now. That's it. Isaiah 54. Oh, I just hate to rush through these scriptures. We know the first part of this. We could quote it verbatim. Verse 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me. It's of me. We have, there, there is no righteousness in us but God. Our righteousness is, is as filthy rags. Talk about, they liken it to a menstrual cloth. The next time you think you're doing pretty good, I want you to think about that. Our righteousness. Romans 10, verse 1. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. Christ. He didn't say he's the end of the law. He's the end of the law for righteousness. So we, we keep the law not for righteousness, but for blessing and protection. We keep the law. Happy is the man who keeps the law, but not for righteousness. Because if you'll remember, Jesus had quite a crew come to him and tell him about their righteousness. We need God to just unload on us and let us know what happened to God. Open the eyes of my heart. Let me see what really happened. Romans 5. I wonder how it is that a believer who has really given their life to Christ and understood what is happening, how can a believer not have to? I don't understand. I don't understand. I believe that's why David said, Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Restore to me the joy of the Lord is our strength. It's a joyful thing to be saved. I, I heard a preacher say one time, If you're saved, you need to notify your face. You know, how, how can Christians walk around so disgruntled and grumpy if our names are written in the book of life? We've been delivered. I, I, I've told you before, 28 boys I grew up with are dead. I could throw rocks and hit, I know, 10 of their houses. Growing up, most of them before they were 25. Why? I said, God, what? why? Here I, I am. I'm, I'm saved. I'm in my right mind. I don't try to figure it out. I'm just glad I am. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just glad I am saved. I am glad my name is written in the book of life. I'm glad that my name is engraved in the palm of his hand. My name, Bruce Eugene Gebhardt. Long line of Eugenes, but this one's written in the book of life. My sons can thank me that I did not pass that delightful thing on to them. They owe me big time. They owe me. <laughs> yeah, funny to you. <clears throat> Romans 5, verse 1, Therefore, having been justified, how? We are justified by faith. By what I believe, I am justified. That word justified, if you look it up, it means to render or to regard innocent. God sees me as innocent, sinless. I love saying this stuff. It feels good, so good just to even say it. I wept as I got this ready. 
God, how, how can you love me this way? What's the love? But he commended his love toward us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. For the ungodly, being you, we've been justified by faith. We have peace. Isn't it the truth? With God through our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom also we have access, how? By faith, into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. For when we were still without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Now, it's not something I have to earn. I cannot earn it, but I've received the reconciliation. I have been reconciled to God by Christ. Isn't it sweet? I love to tell the story of Jesus and his love. Oh, God, I'm so glad to be saved. Look at verse 19. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. Remember that stinking Adam? If it wasn't been that stinking Adam, it would have been that stinking Jason or that stinking Joseph. It just happened to be Adam. By one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. Isn't that the coolest thing in the world? We have been made righteous because of Jesus' obedience to the prophet. Well, what I said is wrong. What I just read is wrong. It's not wrong. It is not. Because of his obedience, not mine. Because of his obedience, I have been made righteous. Listen, the, the church is too burdened down. The, the church, the enemy does this to us. Jesus said, my yoke's easy, my burden's light. Is it a wonder? I'm gonna, I'm, he said, I'm, I'm going to demonstrate my love toward you while you're yet sinners. I'm going to die for you. I don't try to understand you. I'm just happy it is. I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. All I know is when I stand before the judgment seat of Christ, my hope is going to be in the blood. In the blood and the blood alone. Here, Galatians 5. Do you think you're good? <laughs> then you just get under your crawl. I mean, we don't like for someone to tell us we're not good. And yet, no one knows it any better than us. You know what's in your heart. Even if you can go out to that four-way stop and stop and let people through, it's what you think when they do, when they go out of turn. Don't look at me like I'm crazy. Not, not everyone plays fair out there. You ever notice that? Not everyone does. Do you, it's not good when you think it's too bad when someone just run that sign right now. That teaches it. You understand that's in us. Right? It's in us. 
Galatians 5, verse 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. Are you free tonight? I don't, I don't think there's that many. We don't understand what he did. Christ has made us free. He that the Son sets free is free indeed. He's made us free. I was captive. I was captive. I bowed down to alcohol. I, I, that was my God. I worshiped it. I, could, I couldn't do anything about it. He's made us free. He said, do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Indeed, I, Paul, say to you that if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. And I testify again to every man who becomes circumcised, he's debtor to keep the whole law. You have become estranged from Christ, you who attempt to be justified by law. You have, look at those next three words, you have fallen from grace. If you are justified by what you do, you are not going to happen. If you believe that what you're doing is making you good enough to get you to heaven, you will not be there. I tell you as a brother in Christ with all sincerity and compassion, I can muster up, you will not be there. We are saved, purchased by the blood of the Lamb. Period. This is the foundation. This is square one. I don't care if anything else gets on it. This has to be it. All I know is I'm saved. I've been, I'm in my right mind. He put our marriage on a solid rock. We almost split up a couple of times. She's ready to go and I'm ready to let her. Isn't that amazing? And we're going on 35 years because of, only because of God. Galatians 3. Oh, foolish Galatians, verse 1. Who's bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? How do you? That's how you and I receive the Spirit. Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the work of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. Remember Jesus, he told a crew in, uh, in John, oh gosh, seven or eight. He, he, he had a group come to him and they were, uh, they were Jews. And they said, hey, what, Abraham's our father. Jesus said, if Abraham was your father, you'd be doing the works of Abraham. He said, but here I am, a man who's told you the truth. And you're not receiving. He said, you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. You seek to kill. And if this word does not have a place in us, that's what we do with people. We kill them. We kill them. Very important to have the word of God have a place in us. <laughs> this is hard for us. We hate to admit we can't, we can't get to heaven on our own. There's, there's, there's surely got to be something. One, maybe one day then I'm going to be good enough. You'll never be good enough. Not on this side. As God sees us without Christ, we are all child abusers, murderers. Anything that you can see on that TV, the, the, the guy who threw his child down 
and killed it. Remember that? Three weeks ago? And then threw it in the dumpster. That's me and you. We did that without Christ. There's no big sin, no little sin. We we keep the whole law offending one point. You did steal a piece of gum? I remember growing up, and I was taught there was mortal sins and demon sins. And I remember asking a priest one time, I said, if I steal a penny, is it a mortal sin or a demon sin? That's a demon sin. Smoke my nickel. That's a demon sin. That's a good about it. They said, oh, now you're getting ridiculous. Actually, I wasn't getting ridiculous. I wanted the cutoff point. Because that's what we do. That's what the flesh does. I want to know how much I can sin and still go to heaven. Look, this is not a license to sin. Because if you're bent on sinning, if all you want to do is sin, if you're looking for an excuse so you can go out and sin, you're not saved. You have another master. I don't have to do this and have to do that. I don't have to come to church because I'm saved. I get to. Other people say, well, you know, you go to church, all they want your money. You think Walmart wants you to come and make conversation with the employees? Come on. Turn to Philippians 2. Look at verse 13. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. We can't even want to be good without God. We can't even want to do right without God. It's God working in us. And he's got his hands full, don't you think? It's got work dirt. He, he formed us out of dust, breathed in the nostrils, and there were dirt. It's God that works in us. Look, go, go back to chapter 1. Look at verse 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Good, love this. You and I one day did not decide one, we just going to be saved. He began that good work in us. It was, we can't even go to the Father unless the Spirit draws us. That's the only way we ever got saved. The Spirit drew us. He chose us, the Word of God tells us. We did not choose Him. Whew. Man, that's mind-boggling, isn't it? God get, how many million an hour go to hell? What's a day? What is it? What's the this, what's this statistic? 6,000 an hour people die and go to hell. And here you and I are, and our name is written in this book of life. Who would have thought that no good boy from Eastman Street with law chased David would one day have his name written in the book of life? Who would have thought? Mrs. Huff never would have believed it the last time we ate her house. She got so mad at us. The list goes on of people who got mad at us. And it's no one. Whoever would have thought. That's why I cannot explain. But all I know is it happened. All I know is I'm in my right mind. I'm on my way to heaven, and I had so little to do with it. He just chose me. I don't know. He must have loved me. It's the only thing I can figure out. He must have loved me, and you. Isn't it awesome? Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever does what? Go figure. We are justified by faith. Justified by faith. Yes, sir. I'm so glad. Ephesians 2. Verse 8, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And that, by the way, not of yourself. It is the gift of God. We've been saved through faith. Wow. Am I boring you? Go back to Matthew 7. The line. Her pastor Joe talked about being in that line. Wow. going to be a scary line, isn't it? When we see those that we went to church with. Matthew 7, verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, 
shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. What is his will? That none should perish, but that all come to repentance. And it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders wonders in your name? If that man would be booked. Every church across the land. If he was doing miracles, casting out demons, the man wouldn't hurt for money. And he said, many are going to come to me and say, well, you've done that. And what's he say to them? He parts me out and never knew Trusting, he's talking about those who are trusting in what they are doing to be righteous. Hey, I mean, hey well, get off my case. It's Sunday night and I'm here. Um, the flesh loves that. I'm, I, I must be the cream of the crop. I must be the elite. All flesh just eats that up. God says, our righteousness is as filthy rags. We just read it this morning. God said, I'll vomit you out of my mouth. The church. Let us to the church. Church. Colossians 2. I tell you, church, it's good news. It is good news. Verse 13 says, And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you. How many trespasses? All trespasses. I want to know which one of them he's forgiven before the enemy's beating you up. Listen, this is real important. Unless all of my sins are forgiven, I can't get to heaven. There, there can't even be one left, Angie. Not even one. Or I'm not going. My hope has to be in what someone else did. No, I, that's what separates Christianity from every other faith. It's because of what someone else did. I can go to heaven. Not because of what I did. No, it's good news. It's great news. All trespasses. Micah 7. Jonah, Micah, Nahum. What? Verse 18. I love it. When he starts with a question, who is a God like you pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. We can hope God. I love giving mercy. That's why he says, blessed are the merciful, they'll obtain mercy. Mercy is a big thing. Read on. He will have, he will again have compassion on us and will subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. I'm not afraid to die. I could go out like my sister. The song Rich Mullins says, when I leave, want to go out like Elijah. Connie wouldn't be bad either. She was killed instantly in a car wreck. The, the coroner said she was just uh, a, a great big truck. She slid on the snow and a great big truck T-boned her. We went down to the uh, the funeral home, and we were uh, down in the basement there where they kind of work on them and stuff. And, and Teresa Lang was going to do her hair uh, because they're both beauticians, and all three of us, like in simulcast, looked at her and said the same. She's there. She made it. Suffering. I don't want to suffer. Man. Mama's boy. <laughs> Whoever's going to do music, you make yourself way up here. First John one nine says, "If we confess our sins, 
He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from, yes, sir. Oh. Like what everyone says when they say, baby. Oh. That's what we all ought to be saying right now. He cleanses us from all sin. All sin. He forgives us. He cleanses us from all sin. It is good news, church. It is. I got one last scripture I want to read for you. It's in John 6. Verse 27, Jesus said, Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. Then they said to him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. This is the work of God. You believe in him. Because you know what? If you believe in him, you'll change. Your life will change. If you are a new creature in Christ, the old things are passed away. We're not playing games here. You can't say, well, okay, I... I went to Notre a long time ago. Someone told me I was saved, and uh, then I, I, I can, if I'm forgiven for all my sins, I can do what I want. You, you, you need saved. You got dealt a false, a false salvation. It was an imitation because Jesus said that every tree is known by its fruit. I've never, I've never seen a, an apple tree in a spring, spring going. You just imagine. He doesn't try to bear an apple tree. Doesn't squint and stretch and do everything he can to bear fruit. It's just what he does. He's an apple tree. Now we have the Spirit of God, if we are born again, living inside of us. It's just what we do now. We have a different master. We make this hard. If you're out there tonight and you don't know Christ, let me just tell you something. It is as simple as this. You just need to change masters tonight. I can guarantee you the one you've got now has not been nice to you because he wasn't nice to me. He tried to kill me many times. Tried to kill me when I was very, very young. I walked across that Hamline Bridge long before there was that fence over and I heard this voice say, Jump. Jump. He tried to kill me. But the one that I'm serving now that I'd have life and have fun. If you don't know him, you just need to come down and repent of your sins. Confess your sins to God. And say, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I've turned my life over to you. I want you to become my master. That's being born again. Very, very simply. That's what being born again. If you're here and you know him, but you somehow have let the enemy get in there with all these thoughts of confusion and unworthiness. And who is worthy? Just one. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. That's what we'll be singing for a long, long time. Not us. Remember, he knew no sin, but he became sin. For just you and I. He became that thing that you and I were so that you and I could go to heaven. All the sin we ever did, that's what I died. I've forgiven you all your trespasses. Oh, listen, church, you ought to feel burdened. Just being lifted off. It's a great day. 
Like you say. If you don't know him, come down confessing before men. If you do know him, you say, thank you, Lord. I'm sorry for making this thing so hard. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I want to rejoice in God my salvation. I want God to restore to me the joy of my salvation. Create in me a He'll do it. Start off the new year just thanking Him and praising Him.